Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> extremely hardworking <laughs> Lego Star Wars loving wife and co-host yeah. Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. You're so kind. Oh, You're the hard worker now. Also, Conversations Levin White and that is true. Michelle, very true. Who will be joining us here in a moment? Yeah, uh, we are recording this episode actually. Well, much of this episode on Sunday, August 14th, 2022. Something you're going to hear in just a little bit. We actually recorded it on Friday, August 12th, 2022, just to give you a time frame of what's going on here. But no matter when it's we record it or when you're listening. <laughs> We just appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... I've heard we have a newsletter subscription that you can sign up for. I've heard something about that, and I've heard it's all full of Michelle-ness mm -hmm. because Michelle has taken it over <laughs> and done a stunning job with it. It is so much better now that Michelle is working yeah, on the newsletter. Yeah. So you will definitely want to subscribe to it. And thanks to everybody who has already subscribed to the newsletter. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate that. How yeah. fun. Uh, it's a great way to be involved in the show. Another great way is to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, some cool things happened this week. Yes, you're going to want to, even if you don't join the group, you're going to want to come and, and take a look at some pictures that were posted by one of our members this week that were just adorable. Oh we'll get to God. that in a moment yeah. here, but um, wow, what a week. And it's just always great to have fun in that group. Yeah, and it's a fun group. Um, there's also some celebrations for somebody's trip coming up with Sue's mm -hmm. with their down to double digits. Yes, we'll be talking about that in a moment as well. Spoiler. Alert. Sorry. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself. I know. I'm so I know. Excited so for excited it. for everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Uh, also, we are on YouTube. We will have some videos coming up here sometime very soon. So you want to be a part of that if you want to know when we do have a new video on YouTube. Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. You can call, you can call us. Yeah. You can write us, man, this is a really interesting start. Off to a roaring start, start aren't we? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> don't you want to edit that out? No, I don't. <laughs> Um, you can write to us with either topics you'd like us to cover for you or questions. Uh, it, and it doesn't have to be a question about our episode. It can be questions about other things related to the parks or traveling or something like that. Or if you want to suggest a topic or you just want to say hi, that's fine. We did get a, a question from a listener mm -hmm. this week. I some tips about D23 right? that you responded to and uh, hopefully she found that helpful. I think her name was Deborah. Is yeah, that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, welcome. Thank you for listening to the show, Deborah. And I hope our tips helped you out. We um, we are looking forward to sharing some more tips as we get closer to the actual event coming up here in yeah. gosh, it's uh, what less than a month. Less now. than a month. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. Wish we were going to be there, but we're happy that uh, others are going to get to go. I know. I know. And we're look, listening, looking forward to listening to all the fun stuff that's going to come out of D23X, but because there's always some amazing announcements. That that's true. And there are some things that even if you're not in attendance that you can actually participate in by watching. 
yep. some streaming things. They, so, do, they do stream some of the uh, panels, and yeah. that's a lot of fun as yeah. well. Um, now, uh, this show does come with some costs, but the good thing about it is that we have so many wonderful listeners who have helped us with a little bit of our costs, mm -hmm. and they've gotten some wonderful swag out of it. There's some great ways to get some swag and to help us with this show. Um, a couple of ways, the simplest way is probably just to go to our Spreadshirt shop and so kind of just scroll through some of the items we have there with our various logos on, like I said, a lot of different things. It's mm -hmm. t-shirts, it's masks, it's pajamas, it's Most. water bottles, so many things and new things popping up every single week and if you want to check us out there just go to spreadshirt.com and search for hyperion adventures podcast or you can go to any of our profiles on our social media page we have a link tree account there with links that'll take you straight to there and we appreciate again everybody who's already purchased some of the cool you know stuff that we have on that site right you know and as we've mentioned in the past things it does update with different things from time to time so if you haven't been there in a while check it out you might find something new that you just gotta have yeah i just saw an email from them saying that they have joggers now and i was thinking nice. i gotta take a look into those yeah. and see about adding those to the site and um, i could use a pair of joggers especially with maybe a real man love frozen jogger or a hyperion or heading to a hyperion on my way to hyperion adventure land yeah jogger kind of like, like my t-shirt yeah, yeah. Something like that. I have to take a look at those. You did a great see. job on this logo. It's Thanks. Like primo. Appreciate that. I need to get to work on some new logos. So anybody have any ideas for logos, by the way, hit me up. I, I'd appreciate it. Um, we'd love to get more out there. Maybe I'm still trying to think of something with the Michelle-ness. Oh, thing. please. <laughs> Got to get that somewhere. No. <laughs> That'll deter people like, no, 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 no. we want more everybody, Tom. Everybody loves Michelle for sure. <laughs> everybody loves Michelle. Uh, another great way is to become a Patreon member of this show. We have tiers starting as low as $2 per month and you get some swag out of it that way and some other things coming as well. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures podcast Pick which tier is best for you. And um, like I said, you get some great stuff out of it. And we appreciate everybody who has already become a Patreon member of this show. Yeah, you're very special to us. And we can't thank you enough. Right, for sure. Thank you so very much. Now, that all that's done, let's take a look back at the week that was. Of course, we're going to move forward to this week's episode. But before we do that, we always like to take a look back at the week. <laughs> You know, there's highs, there's lows, but you know this show. We're all about positivity. We focus on the highs. So that's why we like to talk about what our favorite thing was from this week. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's full of Michelle-ness. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> she's full of it. Michelle-ness is what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, she does the best research. She has the best lists. She definitely has the best tips, but she usually also has the best May favorite thing from this week. So Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week? Well, you know, it was tough to kind of hone in on one. I, I have to say it was a pretty good week. Um, but mine, I think it's going to be one of the simple pleasures that I experienced this week. And that was, um, you know, I used to live in Florida a long time ago, left Southern Cal desert being back here and just really getting to appreciate, you know, being, feeling like hunkered down and watching a real thunderstorm happening around and just looking at mother nature and its beauty and loving it. I was hunkered down in the middle of a thunderstorm as well. <laughs> Only I was in a mail truck. <laughs> was that M-A-L-E? Yes. It's 
Very male. Male. It was a male mail truck. Oh, how funny. Yeah, but it was really co- kind of cool. I mean, like I said, there were other things, but I- I'm, I'm going to stick with that one because it was just really magnanimous. Yeah. What that, about you? Wow. That was a big word you just used. I there. know. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> uh, I have lots of favorite things from this week. Um, always being with Michelle is my favorite thing. Oh, just recording the show you. with her is my favorite thing. Um, the, the part of... This episode that's coming up here is one of my favorite things from this week. You're going to hear it in a little bit because it's just so fun. Um, always connecting with those guys from conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just great guys and they're a lot of fun. They always they always make me smile and laugh and it's a good time and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, like we were all saying at the end, it was like our cheeks were yeah. a little tight and yeah. sore and, uh, laughing uh, and smiling uh, Some so abdominal much. work there just yeah. from the laughing and everything. And you're going to get to hear a, a bunch of that coming up here in just a little bit. Um, also, I got to put something out there right now, and I kind of teased it last week, but I couldn't say anything because I hadn't officially done anything about it yet. Um, but I had accepted an offer for a new job, um, and I have put in my two weeks notice with the post office. Um, so I will be starting a new job actually um, with Health First here uh, in Palm Bay, Florida, where, where we live at the hospital. And um, the reason I'm switching jobs is because that uh, you may have noticed this. I have not been present very much to do help anything with this podcast, to do anything in general, because working with the post office takes up a lot of your time. And when you're off, you are you only get maybe one day off a week after working some 55 to 60 hours during the week Mm -hmm. and you're exhausted. So you don't really want to do much. This wasn't the right fit for us at this time in our lives, at this time of what we like to do. And, you know, right. and we have some side projects that we like to do, like this show, like the Disney Dishes blog right. that I could not approach because I just had no time to do it. So I needed to make a, a life balance change, a work life balance change. And so I, I've been applying for jobs, landed a great job with Health First that I'm very excited about. And I'm looking forward to starting that soon. Um, like I said, I'm finishing up the post office for about another little over a week here. Um, then we're going to take some time off, do some Disney stuff, and then I'll be starting that new job. Yeah. Congratulations again. That, that was, like I said, one of the things from last week as well that I was excited about knowing that you're going to have, like you said, better life balance, life work balance, um, and just being able to be together again Mm -hmm. more, um, and you know, like you said, being present. I know it's tough when you just have one day off from a week and it's not just a 40 hour week. Like you said, you're working 11, 12 hour days. A lot of times during the week, that one day is just to get somewhat caught up, yeah. not even fully caught up on, um, you know, being able to go back out there and do it again for another six days. Right. And it doesn't even count in the fact that I would get off work late and, you know, I'd stay up later than I probably should have because I need to get up for work the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I wanted to spend time with you, you know, that made right. that, you know, so I probably wasn't sleeping as much as I should have as well. And the work is grueling. But let me tell you what, I actually enjoyed working for the post office for the most part outside of that work-life balance thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the job. It's a challenging job, but it's a rewarding job. At the same time, I would recommend it to anybody who doesn't, you know, maybe if you're just starting out a career, you're looking for something, um, believe me, it'll get easier for you as you progress through it. The benefits are fantastic. You'll make a lot of money working at the post office. Trust me in that regard. Um, It it really is a good job. And I want to give a lot of credit to everybody who works at the post office. I've gained so much respect right. for what everybody does there. 
Um, they all treated me very well. This had nothing to do with how I was treated there by anybody, supervisors, managers, and of course the other um, carriers as well. They've all treated me well. It is a great job and I have so much respect for them and I will always, always be looking out for 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 post office workers because they do a really, really hard job, but they, they do it every day in weird weather, in yeah. tough situations, and they do it with a smile. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, growing up, it always seemed like, well, gee, the post office is closed on, at least on Sunday, Saturday, it's not as busy. But that's not the case when you're a carrier. It's seven days a week. And yeah. That may have been, there may have been a time where the post office wasn't working all the yeah. time. Uh, post office is doing work every day. Yeah, the carriers yeah. are. Yeah, before the Sunday, if you saw a carrier, it was like, like I said, something like special, special delivery, you know. But now there's yeah, especially packages. The, and especially stuff. shout out to all the city carrier assistants, which is mm -hmm. what the job I had is because you guys are working some grueling hours. Um, so special shout out to you, but to all the postal workers, um, thank you for all you do. And I was a, I was appreciative to be a part of your community for a while. And um, like I said, I gained so much respect for you. So, uh, but enough about that. Mm -hmm. Let's move on to some other favorite things from this week that we got from some of our listeners. We alluded yeah. to already uh, a little bit. Uh, a lot of this came through our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. We're going to start with Sue in the UK. Yay. She said, great show this past Sunday, guys. I Thank always you. love Michelle's research shows. <laughs> it's really interesting. I agree. They're all full of Michelle-ness. <laughs> also, my favorite thing of the week this week is that I'm doing a double digit dance. My countdown as of today, it's much shorter now because this, she posted this a few days ago, is 94 days until we arrive at Walt Disney World. Yay, Sue. Yay. We're so happy for yeah, you. Yeah, that's got to be thrilling, you know. And it's funny, like, you feel like it's going to take forever and that you have forever time. And then as you get you know, down into the double digits, you know, and, and getting more like 40 days or 50 days. And it's like, it's right away there. And it's like, am I ready? Yeah. It's, so. it, it catches up to you really quickly. Right. It seems like it's so far out. Then suddenly it did, 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 and here you are yeah. and you're ready to go. Hopefully you're making those, hopefully advanced dining reservations when, and yeah, yeah. Making so those we're final just, plans and yeah. Just love celebrating with everybody. Yep. But Yay, Sue, we're happy for you. Yeah, that's going to be a great trip. I'm looking forward to that. And hopefully we can work out a way yes, where we can connect with her when you. she's yeah. out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, this was also, this was the story I was talking about earlier that really could have been my favorite thing from this week. But it's somebody else's favorite thing, so we're <laughs> going to leave it at that. This is from Camille. She said, favorite thing this week, Captain America, they were at Disneyland this mm -hmm. week, by the way. Captain America was at top of the Avengers building. Uh, this is Avengers Campus. Right. And spotted Lorelai, of course, who our cutest Hyperion yeah. adventurer, for sure. Best dancer. He pointed to her and motioned to meet him at the bottom entrance. They hugged. He spun her around. He showed her his shield. She touched his face and smiled like I've never seen her smile. He spent a long time focused completely on her. A whole crowd of people had gathered, but he only... He only met her. When he was saying goodbye, I thanked him over and over. He told me with the most genuine smile that when he saw her, he knew he had to meet her. Mm -hmm. Hands down, the most magical moment we've ever had in Disneyland. You have to see these pictures. Yeah. They are so wonderfully sweet and cute so and amazing. Yeah. And we've talked about this in the past. That is one of the things we love about Avengers Campus, but even before Avengers mm -hmm. Campus opened, the meet and greets with some of the Marvel heroes that you get. 
They are so personal and interactive and wonderful. When you meet Captain America, when you meet Spider-Man, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, any of them, they are so special. But something like this for such a wonderful little girl like Lorelai right. just touches my heart deeply. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we've said it too, like you said, like you mentioned in the past, that if you watch these you know, superheroes <laughs> that we're seeing um, at, at, at the parks, they interact. They're so engaged with each child. They, they talk, they get down to their level. They're speaking with them. It's not just like, okay, I'm standing here, take the picture next. It's no, they are talking to the kids, you know, and, and it seems like they really have a good way of identifying what the kids can, you know, really get appreciate doing. So like with some of them, they might really focus on poses with other ones. They may focus on what they're wearing and just different things, but they really take the time with each child to find that special connection. Right. And this was over and above. I mean, that is just on your regular meet Mm -hmm. and greet that you're waiting to queue for and you'll go up and you'll meet them. Right. That is what that is. This was something special that, you know, he picked Lorelai out. Right. She was in, she's in this cute little, um, the, the dress, the Captain right. America dress that I'm sure, um, by the way, Camille does castle bound and down. She does a lot of bounding stuff. She makes incredible dresses for young girls. And I think she's starting to make some adult dresses I too. Know. I don't, I don't quote me on that, but I've seen her um, post a lot of pictures of some of that stuff. Um, but she makes the most fantastic dresses. So I'm sure that that also was part of it. Picking out that she's mm-hmm. wearing this Captain America and then as cute as Lorelai is, that, what a special moment. Yeah. And, uh, just so happy that, that that happened. Great memories. And, you know, it's always fun when you're trying to make memories, you know, going to the parks for your kids. But this was something that made great memories for the parents, yes. too. Yes, for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the people who probably were there. I mean, although right. they were, you know, this was just about Captain America and Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Um, just witnessing that happen right. had to be a, a special moment for a lot of people who passed by or witnessed it, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah so. so Cool, cool. Anyway, so that's it for looking back at last week. Let's go ahead and move into the next week. We've got a lot of stuff for you this week. Well, actually, I don't have that much for you this week. I kind of think Disney's kind of holding back for the next month because <laughs> they're going to be breaking a lot of news coming up here at D23 Expo 2022. Uh, But I do have at least one story for you, and that is if you love Disney Plus, you're not the only one, (laughs) and the numbers prove it. Mm -hmm. We'll tell you what that's about as well. But enough of that. We can't keep Pat and Charles penned up for too long, especially Pat. He's bouncing (laughs) off the walls. He's got to get on the air with us. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. Now, this has been a long time coming. We couldn't yeah, be week. more excited. <laughs> week? Several weeks. It's been a while since we've had these guys on the oh, show. Yeah, that's and true. it's been way overdue. Pat and Charles from the Conversation Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to the Hyperion yeah. Adventures podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, it's great to be here. Um, I, uh, you know, I, I hear tell that. Today should be called the Halcyon Adventures podcast. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh, nice. 
That's I like true. that. Yeah. I like that. We, I like the lake, we, yeah. Uh, wait, are we actually going on the Halcyon? Is there something going to be... The word Halcyon's in no. this... It, because we have a room at your house that Pat and I are going to be permanently in at the house. That's what we're calling it. Oh, yeah. the Halcyon we're calling it the Halcyon. It. I yes. like it. Got it. I thought yeah. it was a reference to the topic of today. Oh. <laughs> He's the only smart one among us. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We all have ridiculous conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> As if we had to come on this show to figure out that Michelle's the smartest one of us all. Been <laughs> <laughs> uh, known for a long time, oh, long no, time. No. Well, guys, uh, it's been so long. I mean, we talk all the time, but it's been too long since you've been on the show. Um, you guys look great. I hope you're doing Ooh. well. Your show is—it's better than it ever. Look, yeah. we, we love it every time you drop a new episode. It's one. I think it's Michelle's favorite podcast. I think it, she yes. likes it better than it's ours. Yes, it's my it's my happy place. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe she's not uh, as smart as me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she just uses it because it makes her feel that much smarter. <laughs> <laughs> compliment we've ever received like, <laughs> new review on apple podcast for the conversations it'll make you feel really really smart <laughs> oh, oh man no i didn't say any of this this is all you conjecture <laughs> anyway i better turn this over to michelle because it's gonna get really yeah, out of hand if yeah. i don't so michelle please take away with today's topic and what we're talking about with these Knuckleheads, chuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they they do a, a marvelous Star Wars podcast, Conversations. And so there was this great new film that came out recently related to Star Wars. And I thought, I got to get from the experts their opinions and feelings of Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. <laughs> of course. <laughs> When you think Star Wars, you go right to Lego Star Wars. It's the newest thing. <laughs> and the oldest thing at the same time. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty incredible. I will give you that. Yeah, so I figured... Yeah. We... It was hilarious. Yeah, it, was, it was awesome. It was such such fun. And as you guys mentioned in your last episode, um, this Lego Star Wars has such a fun feeling about it. And Emperor Palpatine, you know, sort of being the one of the best villains in the entire uh, lore, uh, yet being so funny and just so OCD about his power grabs makes it that much more fun. It, it's a great laugh. Yeah, yeah totally, is. totally. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's another great way of introducing kids into the Star Wars, you know, universe and things like that. So figured we'd go over a couple, mm -hmm. get your opinion on some of these things. Um, and then we have some other probing questions. Nice. Oh I, I know. Because again, we want to get to probing questions. Probing. We want to get to know the depth you guys have. Oh, boy. That won't take I long. Usually, <laughs> I usually draw the line at probing, but uh, it is getting deep in here. So. All right. So, are we ready? Let's do it. All right. So, let's first start. Not really. Go ahead. <laughs> Will you ever be, Pat? All right. So, let's no. start with the, the newest. Like I said, the newest release, Star Wars, um, Legos, Star Wars Summer Vacation. So these questions are for both of you guys chiming in. So first of all, what are your thoughts on how they incorporated Disney's Halcyon 
uh, as a vacation destination? And did it make you more inclined, more ready to book a, a cruise on the Galactic Star Cruiser? Well, um, having recently had the foolishness to uh, to look up some of the exclusive merchandise from from the Halcyon. Um, <laughs> I, I saw that they have, you know, the Halcyon Magic Bands. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's pretty cool. And then, lo and behold, Finn, Lego Finn comes out with his little Halcyon yeah. Magic <laughs> I know. I like Got the, the product placement. You know? I think yeah. the activities, and I've seen not just from... <laughs> You know what we've seen promoted by Disney, but also uh, some some of our the friends of our show that we've met through mm-hmm. the podcasting world, but also some other people putting out videos about how you can really tailor your uh, your trip to be as mm-hmm. as immersive or as passive as you want, and just hang out there, and you can sort of soak it in. Right. Uh, that was the other aspect that I liked about it as well. Is like it, you know, there's two two sides to that story. It's like they want to just relax versus go go go, like Poe right. wants to do. Like, right. You know. Every, every second's planned. Which would you be, Charles? I would likely be do everything, absolutely everything we can. Because <laughs> if we're going to go there, yep. first of all, we're cosplay. And, um, yeah. and actually, it was a really cool tip. Was I think it was on the, one of our friends of the show, the uh, Most Things Kenobi show. So they had mentioned that um, they stuck with one cosplay for the entire trip. Mm. Because the cast members... Uh, get to recognize you in your ah, one cosplay. And because right. people throughout the entire stay, they actually get to know you in character. So that was kind of fun. I know people have been there and have right. done different cosplays for each day and everything. Right, so which right. Pat and I would tend to do. We probably have cosplay for the first half of the day, second half of the day. <laughs> second dinner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 11. But yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, what did you think about how they incorporated some of the current themes, like with Obi-Wan needing to be on Tatooine to watch over Luke, you know, from the Obi-Wan series? I don't know if you saw the Obi-Wan series, but. <laughs> Honey, uh-huh. listen, um, so can I just first say uh, how brilliantly the the um, the very talented James Arnold Taylor um, brought Drink. Lego Obi-Wan to <laughs> To brick-like life um, <laughs> with with the with the old Obi Wan, and then of course the uh, the younger Obi Wan, and just the subtle differences in 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 how he portrayed him vocally uh, was yeah. fantastic, and I loved it so much, and mm-hmm. um, and really just just the ridiculousness of seeing Obi Wan in a Hawaiian shirt. Uh, you know, I love it. Have in you fact, done that, that to might... your... I, well, you know, funny you should mention that because, <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of, speaking of which, um, I, uh, I, I, in a couple weeks, am, am going on a uh, Sweet 16 birthday cruise uh, for my daughter nice. on the Disney Witch. <gasps> nice. So, um, you know, of course I said, look, I love you so much. However... My entirety on that ship will be in the hyperspace lounge. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, we'll celebrate your birthday. I'll I'll toast you with you know my Kyber oh. cocktail or whatever. Um, but 
uh, that's where I'll be. We so, all know you're going to have dinner in Arendelle, though, because hashtag real men love frozen. Right. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, but and of course, I've already got pirate night planned out because, well, who doesn't love a good pirate? Uh, and, and I was thinking, you know, I, I really legitimate businessman. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah that's course, right, yes. Um, so. I, you know, I want to, I really want to belly up to the bar with it, with a good Obi-Wan uh, outfit. So uh, I think, I think the, uh, the Hawaiian shirt is nice. Really good, so. Perfect. I, I called dibs on that cosplay, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> what you're talking about? I'll, I'll beta test it for you. <laughs> I'll iron out the old kink. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I thought the, uh, I thought the integration to the current storylines were fantastic. Yeah. And uh, one of the other things I really liked as well, and of course we know that canon-wise, uh, Lego mm -hmm. stories really aren't that, but they certainly incorporate a lot of the characters, mm -hmm. and we're talking, you know, the sequel trilogy characters. But what was really cool for me to see was um, that Finn was being identified as a Jedi. Right. And right. we had that sort of hint, you know, in the last mm -hmm. movie. And talk about a wish list for for canon that would right. be fantastic and, yeah uh, so that'd be kind of fun but kind of... Uh, i would be remiss if i didn't mention that uh obi-wan dance and uh, dancing and singing in the club <laughs> sort of brings brings a piece of cinematic lore the club obi-wan from oh no, yeah that's true Doom. that's, that's right. a good point yeah yeah, yeah. good point <laughs> very good wow i didn't even think of that that's yeah. fantastic yeah yeah now i um you know, the, the whole Finn thing, um, uh, you know, almost it's it's kind of a fun way to float it out there, whether, mm -hmm. you know, whether they're actually feeling like they might do something in the future, whether it be on Disney Plus or something else. But to kind of float that notion out there, remind people that, yeah, you know, Finn is force sensitive and, um, you know, mm -hmm. could be working to train as a Jedi. And um, it, it was kind of a it, interesting way to kind of. Put it out there without actually having it be serious within Lego, right. you know. So I, I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, very cool. All right, how did you feel about Weird Al Yankovic being part of the film? <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, anything with Weird Al is is going to be quirky and and wonderful. So and and obviously with with his love of Star Wars, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. especially so when you talk about what other medium. Could you bring in Weird Al? That's right. That's right. Lego Star. Well, yeah. yeah. Although he did, he did one uh, polka for Hamilton. Also, no. he's so talented. <laughs> he has done that. But yeah. he, remember, remember yes. he also did the yes, after uh, the Phantom Menace. He had a song for the Phantom Menace. Yes. He did. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a, he's a big Star Wars fan some, himself. Yeah. There's other Star yes. Wars songs that he's yep. done in the vault. Ooh, we'll just say that in the vault. In the vault. Oh. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Oh boy. But maybe something Disney Plus might want to pull out of the vault. Mm. Oh boy. And they're so, always listening to us. As you know, they steal all our ideas. So. I know. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but there is. There really is something. All right. Um, just curious. Do either or both of you know any other Star Wars songs that uh, Weird Al did? Oh, gosh. I know I've heard them and I've enjoyed them. One was on my run list. Oh, yeah. That was the one I was talking about from The Phantom Menace, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's another one, too. There's another yeah. one. Oh, boy. This I'm is the part where we will fail this one. Ah, I'm just surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a clue? 
what the oh, real song he's the, the clue the <laughs> the song that he was uh inspired by was Lola. Oh. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know <what> <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yo, 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 Yoda. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to sing the whole song. Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Sorry, you started. Yeah, no. no. Look it up. Look it up. So, speaking of looking it up. accordion. You'd be just yes. like, where the hell was here? That's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I did read on starwars.com that one of the inspirations for this film had to do with, you know, several different things that have been, but one of them was the idea of beach blanket bingo with Annette Funicello. And this something else came up when I was researching this. And just curious if any of you three guys know. Princess Leia did a SNL sketch in 1978 as a beach blanket bingo kind of thing. Really? Wow, I'm surprised oh. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Wow, you have to check it out. It's awesome. She actually was the host, and that was one of the, sure the we'll big skits. Put a, a link to it in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, I have the link right here. I can, yeah. but it's <laughs> awesome. Just gotta say, it's awesome. awesome. Okay. Well, we've done okay. best research. You just make it up as you go, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you wait for your listeners to correct you. Is that it? <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> I don't recall. I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, as we already mentioned on this episode, they, they focused the storyline along Finn. Um, but um, and they also in the past, you know, focused on Ray and Poe. Who would you all want to see them to focus on in the next Lego Star Wars series? Perhaps some um, characters that are up and coming, such as um, like... Boba Fett or mm -hmm. Din Djarin or, mm -hmm. or Cassian Andor. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. good, yeah. good choices. Uh -huh. Yeah. And if they stay, if they stay in the sequel trilogy, um, Hondo, Hondo's in the sequel trilogy. He's right. in, like the way you would think. He's in the galaxy's <laughs> edge. I mean, uh, if you want to keep it in situation, I mean, yeah. we'll talk about a character that would come to life, especially in Lego. Right. And be free reign. Oh I mean, he's God. already a, a Lego characteristic. You know, in character. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. It would be Good perfect. point. <laughs> See, I'm gonna go with it. We saw it. We you saw it. Yeah. The we saw. Oh, the would come down. Yeah. Oh, it'd be so good. We you saw a fair what? amount of them in the. Gave them another idea. Oh, and they listen. We know they do. It's done. It's yeah. over. So I'm just gonna go ahead and throw this out there too. They already had the Lando series coming. We saw plenty of Lando throw, uh, you know, holograms mm -hmm. in yeah. um, on the Halcyon. Let's go ahead and you, know, you got to get more Lando yeah. out there. Yeah. You know, let's get okay. Lando front and center. Think of all the capes they could sell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell them. I would like to see them. <laughs> <laughs> It's a museum. <laughs> <laughs> we wear my capes of wonder. <laughs> so, um, yeah. where do you... cape cape. Ah, oh, right. yeah. The whole thing. So, um, okay, with whichever, any of these characters, where do you think it should be located? Like, would it be the forest moon of Endor or the forest moon of Endor? <laughs> or, or something else, something else uh, all obviously, together. Obviously, it should be the closest. <laughs> Like, who wants to use all that glass? 
like you're you're you're, you're destroying the environment, bro. Um, I think I think it would be cool um, to have like a hot ski resort. Oh, that's awesome. Ooh. Yes. Uh, oh. mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like you know, Wook, uh, you know, Wookies and Ewoks over there doing like snow angels and stuff. Well, instead of like pin the tail like on the donkey, you could eight. pin the arm on the yeti. Or... <gasps> wow! <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I'm and the then wampa. you could have like yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could have like wampa hunt mm-hmm. and like zip lining between adat legs and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it writes itself. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so um, he just wrote it. And he's gonna steal it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So just summarizing this segment of the interview, you know, overall, how do you feel? How do you feel it compared to the other Lego series that they've had earlier? I think the silliness was on par. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I um, I appreciate you know the dedication to you know because because they've, they've obviously centered on these sequel trilogy characters mm-hmm. and all um but to to bring in you know everything else you know you've got sort of a younger han mm-hmm. and uh, and a young ben and then of course you've got anakin and and younger right. obi-wan and also so you're also tying it back to the prequel and original trilogies mm-hmm. uh in a way that uh, fans of whatever era can can get something out of it that they really like. Yeah. And seeing Anakin <laughs> coming out of the water with the breathing apparatus. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, real quick, not to cut you off, but, but, but mentioning that, you first hear Vader breathing, and then you yeah. see Anakin with the scuba gear, and scuba gear is what they use for the basis of the breathing of nice. Darth Vader. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. That's cool. Before we move on, I want one more. I want to ask a question of the guys. Yeah. If you are looking to, we already talked a little bit about planning another Lego Star Wars special, but like you know, so far they've been focusing around the holidays. They've had the Christmas special, the Life Day special, or the Halloween, and now they've had you know not officially a holiday, but summer. Mm-hmm. You know, in general, if you were looking at a holiday to base the next one on, what would you pick and why? Don't I would say go Canada with- Day. Don't do it. <laughs> Boxing day. Hey, you're the one who said Hoth. Uh, I wasn't the one who said Hoth. <laughs> I would go. I would go with Valentine's Day Ooh. because in in Star Wars uh, there is constantly a layer of family and love and all right. that sort of coming together. I think that would uh, that that could really work. Nice. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, I'd clearly say St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I mean, I feel there's no explanation needed. It's green, Gamorrean ale, you know. <laughs> yep. Yep. Tom gets it. Yep. Um, I would go with the 4th of July and do something along the lines of, you know, when the New Republic kind of, you know, the, the rebels oh, defeated yeah. the Empire oh, and the, the New Republic. And that kind of, it's, you know, we can go into the sequel trilogy and right. kind of celebration of that day and kind of tie the two in together. I think that'd be kind of a fun... Right. 
Well, that, now it is. That is a good one. Thanks. Yeah. And now it's yeah. Disney's. In, in yeah. another year, we'll see it. On <laughs> Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be coming out with the Lego Force of July. Yeah. yeah. Oh. There it is. Oh, there Named yeah. it and yeah. everything. It's already <laughs> trademarked. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, go ahead. Good Sorry. question. No, actually, I had, I had missed that one. So. Good one, good one. <laughs> All right. So now, you know, again, our listeners and us really want to know more about you guys. So here just uh, some... Not me. I, I want to know less about you. <laughs> <laughs> that ship has hailed. <laughs> That's good. How many times does Charles have to apologize? <laughs> and secondly, how many times will he apologize? <laughs> not the same number oh man all right so these are just like random kind of questions um we'll go back and forth let's well, should we start alphabetically so sure all right all right so we'll start with charles charles so we just ordered a car windshield cover with an image of um from star wars episode four new hope you know the, the main characters in the millennium Fal- looking out the millennium falcon window what is your most unique star wars themed home item i would think it'd have to be the uh the cookbook that uh, mm. Pat and Kelly got uh, for Christmas uh, last year. Nice. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was, uh, we've had a couple of delicious recipes out of that one. So that's that was a hit for sure. All right. Oh, nice. Good deal, good deal. All right, Pat. Uh, the- I would have to say my most unique uh, Star Wars home good. I do have that, uh, the windshield cover. Oh, wow. okay. The Falcon and nice. Yeah. Not as unique uh, as you most, thought, is it? No, no. no. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I mean, uh, you know, yeah. I, I work at night, so I don't have to really use it. Um, <laughs> but my most unique would be my Stormtrooper oven mitt. <laughs> Somehow it just I, never it, grabs the pan. It just always misses <laughs> the right. Or the door. Or the spatula, or anything that needs to be done. None of it. And we None do it, it every time we're there, and it and never gets And old. it's hilarious every single time. And frustrating. Because then Obi-Wan comes and he's like, that pizza was grabbed by precise stormtroopers. And we're like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but funny, the, uh, the Death Star timer is always on time and uh, always... It is, and, and it, when it goes off, the the, uh, the disc lights up and lasers, Ooh, and then Alderaan cool. blows up. It's a mess. My oh. kitchen is disaster. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> you thought a dirty microwave was bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait till you have planet bits all over the place. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, these are two separate questions now. Charles, this one's for you. So we're considering casting a new series of actors for Hamilton. And we only want to use Star Wars characters. Which role do you think we should consider Boba Fett to play? Ooh. Since it's his turn and he's got sort of a, a new lease on life in the Star Wars canon, I would have to say um, John Adams? Maybe. Oh, <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Sit down, you fat. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, you fat. My- oh. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Family show. All right. Here's right. a di- here's a different one for Pat. 
What's been your most favorite diorama that you've created and why? I think the Endor one. I really like the Endor one. That was mm-hmm. very cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got, you know, it's got like the, the trees hanging down. And it's so versatile because, you know, you could you could have like, you know, Han, Leia, you know, Luke, the speeder bike, you know, I mean, a whole bit. And then, um, you know, then, uh, then like it looks cool with, with Mando and Grogu, you know <laughs> what I mean? So like, yeah, it's, just, it's, 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 it's very versatile. Um, and I think everything just came out really cool with the vines and, and the, mm-hmm. the, the background and everything. Yeah. Hey. So a couple of stones. Cool. You've got uh, Dagobah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. The, the stones on the uh, on the wires, yeah. and then yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah that's right. right. I remember that right. one. Yeah. Hey, we're yeah. a production house here. That's right. <laughs> Got it. That's true. Okay, that so the address. the next question has components for each of you, but it's going to be different. It's the same topic, just different type of question. So we'll start with Charles because we're still going alphabetical. Which Star Wars? character would you want to see beamed onto the Enterprise with Captain Jean-Luc Picard and why? <laughs> Chams and so they can talk French to each other. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, they don't have French accents. No. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They'll work it in somehow. They'll put them in France. <laughs> Okay, a slightly modification to the question here for you, Pat, is what Star Trek character from the OG Star, War- Star Trek series would you want to join the Mandalorian on a bounty quest to capture a notorious Klingon criminal? Oh, boy. Okay, so OG as in, like, the, the Kirk era? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I, One I, point I, there. I, yeah. <laughs> I know Star Trek. <laughs> Um, you just don't like it. I know you hate Star Trek. Uh, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. It's gonna all help right, Mando. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta help Mando. All right, so he's helping Mando on a bounty hunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. For, For a Klingon uh, criminal. To get a Kling. Oh, Klingon. Okay. Um. Hmm. That um. It's gotta be Kirk gotta be Kirk because you saw him fight the Gorn and like you know he can he can hold his own Ooh. I know Star Trek <laughs> <laughs> well guess what we're gonna have to do a Star Trek a Star Wars crossover <laughs> I don't know Star Trek <laughs> alright all right. so as I mentioned uh, we're getting kind of down to the end here but want to kind of tap in on one of your um very impressive skill sets that that you guys have, and that relates to cosplay. Sound like us? <laughs> no, it totally <laughs> does. It totally does. So, um, so first of all, what? How do you come up with your ideas of what's going to be your next cosplay selection? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think it starts with sort of favorite characters. And then it goes to um, things that not a lot of people are doing. And then it ends up with what's convincing <laughs> to look at. <laughs> so, so um, like, uh, 
for example, anyone that's ever seen it can uh, attest to how spot on Charles's Captain Rex is mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> because he's he's outstanding. Yeah. Um, and and you know he's 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 got a certain uh, fondness for the character, mm-hmm. and and you don't really see him. I mean, I've seen a couple online, but I've, I've you know I've only seen one in person. Mm-hmm. Good, good. So point. it's it that's the trifecta right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you uh, give us a sneak peek of what you're currently working on for your next? Or is it top secret? What are you working on, Charles? Oh, I won't want to hear what you're working on. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just working on perfecting Captain Rex. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, uh, as, as previously mentioned, I, I intend to, um, to bring Obi-Wan Kenobi onto the Disney Wish. Yes. So, um, you know, I, ha- I have the, the Jedi robes and I have the, the late... Clone Wars seasons, um, clone armor, Obi Wan. So I, you know, I was I was debating whether or not to do a, um, a meat cutter Obi Wan from the series, <laughs> um, which I mean I, I have most of the components. It's just a matter of, of um, you know, putting them together and 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 making it work. Um, Depressed Obi Wan. Uh, that's what you wanted me. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, Drinking. you know, it—it's it, no no outfit is complete without you know little pieces of uh, sand sushi to uh, <laughs> to give away to the uh, the barkeep that's that's making my life tolerable. <laughs> All right. Great answers. Um, so as you know, D twenty three is coming up in about a month. Mm-hmm. What would be your advice to somebody who's just starting to plan for that trip and how to pull together something kind of kind of short term notice? Cosplayer bounding yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It depends on their level of experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when um, when we did our first one to uh, to celebration Orlando, um, it was relatively thrown together. Um, but you know, it was, it was simple key pieces that, that really brought it all together. Um, like, like Charles's Endor Luke was, you know, the, the Endor helmet mm-hmm. and the poncho were like the key things. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you throw those on, it's like, Oh, Endor Luke, Yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's, you know, if you, if you nail those key, key pieces, the rest of it can, you know, can kind of fall into place. And I would say, too, that, you know, with cosplay, I didn't do any cosplay. I mean, Pat is my Jedi master for teaching about cosplay. And one of the key components of it is imagination, I think, because mm-hmm. when you get to something that, hey, what could work as a Endor Luke um, helmet? Hey, maybe a baseball helmet, you know, mm-hmm. like a batting helmet. A few little modifications. And color it, spray paint it, boom. It's not perfect, but it's, it gives the idea. Mm-hmm. And from the things that we've seen, whether it's Celebration or the Tampa Bay Comic-Con, where we go around and we see these cosplays, and one kid in particular, I remember mm-hmm. he, he was at one of the shows, and he was wearing a cardboard box in, sev- in different pieces in, st- in uh, Stormtrooper armor, just spray-painted white with a few things, mm-hmm. you know, uh, hand-painted black with black gloves. 
and he looked like a quasi Lego stormtrooper, but it was absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And he said he put it together the night before. So uh, if you're going for screen accuracy, yeah, then you're going to spend hours and weeks and mm -hmm. months probably trying to make that work. And you can also throw something together like for a Disney bound where you get a couple of pieces of clothing that uh, elicit the color scheme right. and throw on a sash and a uh, little pullover on the top and suddenly you look like Ray. And then you can still have that great experience because you know, you're not going overboard, but you're also making it uh, accessible for what you're comfortable with, and then right. it, and then everyone loves it. it. Doesn't matter what level, everyone appreciates the fact that you've even gone through and made you know sort of that little creative flair to sure. make it happen. Very good. Yeah, it doesn't need to be you know super elaborate mm -hmm. for people to enjoy it and understand who you're yeah. trying to be or who you're trying to represent or whatever. Just just make it mm -hmm. fun, you know. You know whatever your level is. If you're beginning, you know, put some simple things together. I would think, and and just yeah. do your best and show up and you know, it shows you paid a little effort and mm -hmm. also make it be a character you like. You know, I mean, you know, there's no yeah. fun, you yeah. know, dressing up like something that you're like, eh, yeah, I'm just kind of mediocre on that character or whatever. Right. Be whatever you want, yeah. you yeah. know. And, but. Uh, yeah, these guys these guys do it better than virtually anyone we know. Oh, I know. So, yeah, they're they're amazing. That's why I said impressive skill set there. So, <laughs> anyways, those are all the probing kind. questions that uh, I've put together. I don't know if you have a couple others or anything else that you want to add. What I would like to say is that these guys are great. Mm -hmm. um, they're really close friends of ours. I mean, when we decided to make this move to Florida, a big part of it was knowing that, I mean, even though they're a couple hours away, um, that we would be able to see them more often in person. And it's good that even though we haven't been able to connect yet, that is coming. Right. We're looking forward to it. Um, having good times over at our place. We're looking forward to trekking over to your side over there on the other side of Florida, the peninsula, and checking out. Uh, yeah, you know, meeting, Charles can put that family. cookbook to good That's work. Right. <laughs> That's right. Charles to cook for me. There we go. For sure. For sure. So, um, you know, this, this, it's really great to have friends like you, and we appreciate, uh, you know, everything you've done for us, yeah. and, um, including just coming on the show tonight. Yeah, really appreciate it. Appreciate your time. Well, we love you guys as well and your show, and it's always so positive. And my Monday isn't complete. My Monday drive isn't done until I get my fix of, uh, of you guys in, the, in the, my car. And uh, great friends, great people, and genuinely wonderful people and very giving and caring. And we can't wait to see you guys over on your side and have a little housewarming. And hopefully before the end of this year, that'll happen. And yeah. things are looking well for time to happen. So yeah. um, we're more than happy to join you here. And we can't wait to have you guys on our show. I've got something cooking in the background in my ooh, head that Pat doesn't ooh, even know about yet. Ooh, that, that, uh, nice. I like it. I like it. Nice. So. Now, we're already <laughs> plotting out a time when we can come out there, hopefully work with your schedules. <laughs> I know that uh, you both have tricky schedules, especially Pat. But, um, you know, coming up here the next several weeks or month or so, you know, trying to venture your way now that yeah. my schedule should stabilize. Maybe so. do a meetup. Meet yeah, in I the... think your, your schedule has been a little trickier than mine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can do a meetup in the middle yeah. at a place called yeah. Walt nice. Disney World. Yes, that always would be good, too. <laughs> but guys, your show is great. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mentioned it many times on our show because, uh, look, I, I find that your podcast is one of the most entertaining and definitely one of the best Star Wars mm -hmm. podcasts we've run across. You guys are great guys. It's a great show. It's fun. It's entertaining. And you also learn something about Star Wars 
Um, edutainment. It is edutainment. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Not really, but. <laughs> so, but guys, um, tell everybody where they can find your show and where they can find you on the social medias. Well, the very best place to find us is on our website at Hyperion Invest. No, um, <laughs> and you can sign up for our newsletter. <laughs> exactly. If you haven't already. <laughs> oh man, there's exclusive. Uh, we um, we're at conversations.com is our uh, our website, but then we're on the Facebook.com/slash/conversations, Twitter at Swations. We have an Instagram page, page. Profile, yeah. account, profile something. Yeah, I don't know. It's Instagram, something. I don't know. Uh, You're on the Insta. You're on the there. Insta. We're on the Insta. Cool. Yes, we've um, we we're we're in a wonderful network of uh, of of like-minded and um, and uh, very supportive podcasters uh, through the Right Five Network. Um, um, we're on. Uh, we've got a. We have a t-shirt shop. <laughs> Shh, right. Right. And uh, oh, we, uh, we, we have like a link tree, which is um, that, that one that's uh, on the link tree. I don't know what it is. I don't know where it is, but it's there. Link.tree forward slash conversations. Yes. Yes. We know Disney's listening. Yeah, sorry, you shouldn't have mentioned yeah. the T-shirts there because I'm sorry. Uh, it's done now. It took them down. It's on. <laughs> Used to have. Oh, Limited oh, edition. the dark time. Yeah. yeah. They're all but extinct. Collectibles now. Well, well, guys. Um, again, if you haven't checked out their show, um, and you're a Star Wars fan, or if you're just a fan of just having a good time, laughing a lot, mm-hmm. because um, it, it's really, really fun. It's a really, really yeah. fun show. It's not one of those shows that will make you. You know, there's a lot of Star Wars shows. You always talk about Rob's show, the Jedi Temple Archives mm-hmm. podcast, being the Star Wars show that doesn't podcast that doesn't make you feel like a jerk. <laughs> Something similar could be said about the Conversations <laughs> podcast. It's the Star Wars podcast that doesn't make you feel like a jerk, I'll bu- I'll but it's run with a by a couple logo. jerks. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we'll it come doesn't up make with... you feel like a jerk by comparison. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for taking some yes, time out of your really evening to join it. the show and have some fun. And we look forward to the next time. One, one meeting you guys again in mm-hmm. person, but also having you on our show once again in the near future. Exactly. Same here for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. So um, we will uh, we will look forward to seeing you guys in real life, and then back here on uh, on another one of our episodes very soon. I'm looking forward to that very much. Yeah, be fun. Very much. Thank you. Always a great time talking with Pat and Charles from the Conversations podcast. Those guys are so hilarious. They're hilarious. They're genuinely nice. They're knowledgeable. And I can't wait to have them on again. I've 
thought ever since then, I've thought of other ways to do the interview that would be a little bit better. And so it was a great interview, honey. So uh, it was full uh, of Michelle-ness. <laughs> we got to figure out another topic. Not that that's hard to do, but yeah. uh, more, I guess, connecting timing to have them back on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, love connecting with those guys so much. I talk with them all the time. Not as much since I've been working at the post office, but <laughs> I talk with them regularly and they are great guys. And um, you, you should definitely listen to the Conversations podcast. I, I say, you know, definitely if you're a Star Wars fan, but I think you'd actually enjoy it just if you're a fan mm -hmm. of laughter and they, they make things pretty understandable for those that are maybe just have a, you know, just a, sort of surface knowledge of star Wars, you know, but they, right. they're, they're very funny and they touch on things. They, you know, they, they did an episode um, talking about Jurassic park and it's ties in right. uh, with Lucasfilm and with star Wars and they do stuff with Indiana Jones and some things. So it's not just limited to star Wars. Yes. That's their main focus, mm -hmm. but there are other things they, you know, are in pop culture that they reference that uh, we think you'd really enjoy. Yeah. I mean, and, and even with star Wars, you know, obviously that being their focus, like, you know, like, I love how they approach topics, you know, whether it's about a particular character or a particular battle or, you know, some element of it. It's really always very, very interesting. And yes, they're fun and funny, but they are very informative. And um, I have to say, Charles's ability to interview people is spot on great. And Pat is hysterical, but not only that, he's, uh, he also knows his stuff, you know, and you could tell he's done a lot of super research. He brings some things to the table that you could tell even Charles may not be aware of uh, prior to that. So it's a great blend. They're a great team. Uh, yeah. way, you know, Pat's the energy guy. Uh, Charles is more the, the deep thinker kind of guy, you know, the, the idea guy, not that, not that Pat doesn't and not that Charles isn't, doesn't have energy. Right. Just kind of, they, they kind of balance each other out really, really well. And yeah. It's a great show. Um, definitely check them out again. Conversations, mm -hmm. conversations, but with Star Wars, suasions, um, they're so good. I don't know. I think I told you this, but I'm not sure. But when I type on my phone the word conversation, it autocorrects to conversations. Because you love that podcast more than our podcast. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. I'm just trying to say conversation. Just autocorrected to conversations? Right. Um, also, by the way, the, those guys, their, their show, um, very positive. They are a positive mm -hmm. Star Wars show. So you know, if you like the positivity that we put out there, there's a good chance you'll like their show as well. Exactly. Yeah. So let's go ahead and move on to the Disney stories of the week. I only really have one for you this week. I'm going to start with, if you want well, start with, that's going to start and finish with. <laughs> uh, if you love Disney Plus, you're not the only one. And the numbers prove it. This from CNBC.com. So talk about numbers. CNBC definitely knows numbers. On Wednesday, the Walt Disney Company reported that total Disney Plus subscriptions rose to 152.1 million during the physical third, the fiscal third quarter, higher than the 147 million analysts had forecast, according to Street Account. At the end of the physical third quarter, Hulu had uh, 46.2 million subscribers, and ESPN Plus had 22.8 million. Combined, Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus have over 221 million nice. streaming subscribers. By the way, Netflix, long the leader in streaming space, had 220 million subscribers. 
according to the most recent tally. Now, I mean, I know that's not really comparable because that's three different streaming services right. and there could be multiple people that subscribe to all three of right, them or yeah, a couple exactly. of them or whatever. Um, but still, that's that's huge because Netflix was doing this long, long ago. Right. Disney Plus far, is far away. Yes, still <laughs> relatively new into the game. The fact that they've come close and nearly caught Netflix at this point right is 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 amazing yeah yeah no it, it is it's really impressive and that's great it's also pretty interesting and I think they'll probably continue to grow obviously on Disney plus um, one they have great content but they're also you know they've they've expanded the breadth of their what they're offering so they are doing things now that are rated and mm-hmm. you know that can really you know attract a broader perspective spectrum or spectrum ah, yeah. good enough <laughs> i know of list of listeners and watchers <laughs> that is absolutely true people will listen and they'll watch oh my gosh and if you put on the closed oh. captioning they'll read as well oh please edit me <laughs> no, totally out of this episode <laughs> Uh, definitely staying in for sure. Um, However, uh, unfortunately, the news wasn't all great for Disney after that. I mean, it was very good. That was good news. But but during their fiscal third quarter, Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus combined to lose $1.1 billion, uh, reflecting on the higher cost of content on the services. So... To help counteract that, Disney unveiled a new pricing structure. We knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. Now we know more of the details about it that incorporates an advertising-supported Disney Plus as part of an effort to make its streaming business more profitable. So starting on December 8th, so you still have a few months until this happens, in the U.S., Disney Plus with commercials will be $7.99 per month, basically what it is right now. Mm-hmm. However, if you want to continue with the non-commercial aspect of it, uh, that will rise by $3 per month up to $10.99 per month. So it's up to you. Yeah. You can watch it now and get a few commercials in there. Fine. The price will stay the same. Or you can decide, hey, you know, or three bar- $36 a year. Yeah, more. $36 more a year to not have to watch commercials. It's up to you. But I get it. I mean, if, if you know, Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN Plus are putting out a lot of new content, you know, that's one of the things you hear about with Netflix right now that people are like, yeah, I used to love Netflix, but what they're putting out there right now outside of a couple of shows mm-hmm. is not great. But Disney Plus is regularly coming up with good, wonderful right. shows that are hit a lot of different parts of your family. Um, so, um, but they've been losing money. So they have to find a way to adjust that right. and make it more profitable or at least break even right. um, with those services. So it's understandable. Yeah. I mean, the other thing um, that was also on C- CNBC actually a few months ago is is how they were mentioning that the Disney company has already been pretty well established to have that commercial type of scenario. And so they're able to to deploy that easier and quicker than Netflix can. Mm, yes, so, exactly. They just have those connections and stuff yep. like that from mm. networking and stuff. So. That's very true. So it's a good time to own stock in Disney. It is. The stock went up significantly that day when they announced how many subscribers they got. So uh, that was a that was a big day for us uh, shareholders within the Disney company. So yeah. also just one. It's not really a Disney story, but uh, just one quick thing I want to go over. They did announce the springtime surprise uh, run Disney that is um, a story. theme. Yeah, um, this week. 
And I don't really have the specific details, but I will go from what memory of what I saw here uh, during the week. Uh, the 5K will be based on cars. Right. The 10K is going to be based on Monsters, Inc. Right. The 10 miler, not mm-hmm. a half marathon, the 10 miler is going to be based on Toy Story. And the challenge, which combines all three races, is going to be based on Finding Nemo. So it's all Pixar based. Um, that, that looks like a very, very fun uh, run Disney weekend that's yeah. coming up here next April. Right. And you said that the signing sign up for it is coming up soon. Yeah. And we're debating on whether we're going to sign up for it. We're thinking possibly maybe for the 10K. Or the 5K. Or we'll the see. 5K. We'll see how it goes. But uh, definitely interested in that. We do have the princess coming up, which we're excited mm-hmm. about. I'll actually have time to do the princess because <laughs> you know, I'm not working at the post office anymore. <laughs> so I will be able to do that. Um, but that's going to be a lot of fun as well. So we're looking forward to getting back to run Disney races next year in 2023. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, for sure. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do that, well, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, (laughs) wonderful, all things good in the world, full of Michelle-ness. She does the best research. She has the best lists. She definitely has the very Mm. best tip. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. I don't know. My tip this week is the best, but... um, you know, we talked a little bit about recently how they have the marshmallow, the roast toasting marshmallows at, you know, the different resorts, even the, you know, the value resorts. Um, but the primo event to go to, to consider to go to is the one at Fort Wilderness, because you also get the Chippendale sing-along. And now that one, they don't have the free marshmallows, the free marshmallows where you get like one or possibly two marshmallows, um, are at the other resorts, but this one, you can bring your own they have the the fire there and and you can do your own. They sell it right in the general store. Right. They sell it at the general store and they also sell it on the pro on the site. They'll sell the s'mores kits if you'd like to buy the s'mores kit. So if you end up over there, um, but it's just like I said, if you're staying on property, it just brings it to another level of um, where there's that fun of the sing-along and the characters are going around and, you know, people like to give chip, chocolate chip cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like your nose. I know. So things like that. But, um, you know, to to consider it, you know, it's just a boat ride away from you know, the Magic Kingdom to go over there and, and just enjoy that that event. You could, you know, also stay for the movies there as well, uh, movies under the stars. But if you haven't done the sing-along with Chip and Dale, it's really, really cute and fun. And I'm glad that, that it's back in, in having it. We will continue to sell the how good Fort Wilderness yes. is, the campsites, and of course the cabins there. Um it really is, you know, an underrated gem mm-hmm. that we've been lucky enough to experience many times. There's so many cool things that go on there. If you've never been, we highly suggest you go visit and see all the stuff that they have to offer over there because it's fun. Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff going on um, over there, on especially on a day when maybe you're not going to the parks. You're just looking to get outside and do some fun stuff. You yeah, know, pony cool rides, yeah. horseback rides. Yep, yep. archery, you know, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff going on over exactly. there. So definitely check it out for sure. Even if you just want to go over there and just, you know, just 
grab some fried chicken or, right. you know, just. And the hoop de doo is back. The hoop de doo is back. And so you check that out. That's a really good reason to go over there, but lots yeah. of good stuff going on there. So. Michelle's tip, always the best <laughs> tip. Uh, my tip for this week, well, D23, as we mentioned, is less than a month and away, but even more importantly than that, this week is the time to get mm-hmm. your reservations. Possibly you're going to have the lottery for your reservations for panels if you're planning on going. So I wanted to give you a couple of tips uh, in regard to that um, as far as what goes on with that. Now, remember, uh, they are opening up uh, 12 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow as we're recording this. So that's Monday, August 15th. However, you don't need to be right on your computer when those open up. You'll have until noon Pacific time on Friday, August 19th to get your requests in. So you have all week to kind of think through it, go through it. You can even make some changes. You can modify your selections during the week as you prefer to do so. So you just have to make sure your badge is activated. It's got to be activated before you started. So that means it had to be activated as we are recording this today and any badges that we're not in somebody's name, need to be trending. You have need to have those tabbed to a name, to an email address so that they're ready to go as well. Now, uh, reservations will be randomly distributed based on preferences and availability. And starting on September 2nd, those reservations will be assigned and then reported to you by email. So you'll know what you get mm-hmm. based on what you have tried in there for. Uh, there are four categories for which you can make your reservation selections. And each section will allow you to choose up to four items. So you can take a go want to go through this and plan it out as you go along. Uh, the four sections are the Stage Pass, Hall D23. That's where all the big panels mm-hmm. happen. Those are the ones you'll hear all about. The Parks panels, the Marvel and Lucasfilm, the animation, right. the Disney Legends. Everything big happens in Stage Pass Hall D23. But there are other great panels as well. You can find a lot of those at Stage Pass. Provides reservations to the confirmed sessions at Premier Stage, Backlot Stage, Walt Disney Archive Stage, and the hmm, Hyperion Stage. (laughs) Also, there's the Talent Pass, which provides reservations for confirmed talent photos and signings at Talent Central. So if you want to, if there's that certain person that will be there making signing, taking photos, whatever it might be. Maybe you'll want to try and get a reservation for one of those. There's also show floor experiences, which provides reservations for confirmed talent signings, demonstrations, presentations, and giveaways happening in booths around the show floor. Now, you'll want to go through this and prioritize what you're looking for. You know, I mean, there's no guarantees on anything, um, but I would suggest you trying for some of those big panels because believe me, getting to one of those big panels Usually you get something out of it for right. one thing, um, but it's also just an amazing, the energy in that room when things are announced, when right. the stars come up on stage, you know, when they, they show these exclusive clips that you're going to see months before anybody else will see them right. a lot of times. Uh, it's pretty cool. However, don't be worried if you don't get in there mm-hmm. for those panels because you still have a shot. Even if you don't get the lottery, you still can queue up for them. Now, you may be waiting for a long time in that <laughs> queue, uh, especially for some of the big panels like the Parks panel, mm-hmm. like the Animation panel, like the Lucasville Marvel panel. Those panels will take, you know, it, it may be tough. It'll be up to you. And if you want to spend your whole day uh, or overnight right. uh, waiting in those lines, um, our, what we would always suggest is go ahead and just pick one thing a day that you definitely want to try and do. If it's one of those panels, great. If it's some of the other panels, they're smaller. There'll be cues for those as well. 
Some of those are spectacular right. as well, and they're underrated. Real gems. And you'll really love them. Or just going around the floor might be your thing. There's lots of fun things to do there. Don't get too focused on if you miss out on going to one of these panels. Of course, yeah, you'd love to be there for them. But there's so much great stuff mm -hmm. going on at D23. You're going to have a great time no matter what you do. Now, there is also, now I don't know if this is true now. This has been true in the past. If you're a D23 Gold member when you're waiting in the queues, you used to get a little bit of a priority on there. I don't know right. if that exists anymore. Yeah, so don't hold me to that, but it can't but help. Keep an eye out in yeah. case you do see that the, the, it, it was a different line. Yeah, it can't hurt to check when you're there to see if that happens. By the way, there are other D23 Gold discounts. You sometimes get like a free poster or something right. every day if you check in at their booth there it is beneficial to you to be a d23 gold member and they it, the membership isn't that, that expensive so right. i can't guarantee you get cuts in line but it can't hurt to ask right. if you do so um if you want to hit us up with any questions about d23 over the next month um, we've been a couple times and we know a few things about it mm -hmm. we'd be happy to answer any questions you might have exactly yeah so mm -hmm. That's it for this week. Well, next week, well, we live on the Space Coast now. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're getting ready to launch a new rocket. To the moon. To the moon, which is exciting. We're really, we've loved um, rocket launches. We've been able to see several rocket launches just right. in the time since we've got here. So we are thinking about it and saying, hey, you know what? You know who else does, loves things involved with outer space? Disney. <laughs> so Michelle is going to do some research as she all, you know, she does the best research <laughs> and talk all about the ties between Walt Disney and outer space. Yeah. I mean, there's some great things on Disney plus, uh, there's just great history related to, you know, Walt and the parks and space adventures and things. So we're just going to kind of, you know, figured this would be a, a celebration of, um, Ex space exploration and tying it in with Disney. It's going to be a lot of fun. And there's really some cool stuff. Um, some great out of this world references. They're going right. to come out of that one. I think you're going to love that. Um, we, there's so many things that you may not even think of that uh, Disney has to do with, uh, with space and, and with space travel. That, right. Um, it's really fun. And even some quirky fun things like what you experience at uh, sci-fi diner. Yeah, I love sci-fi. We have a reservation at sci-fi for our Disney trip. I'm excited yeah. to get back there. It's been a while. So that's cool. Uh, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, we'd love for you to sign up for our newsletter, if you haven't done so already. Please sign up for the newsletter. Just another great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. And it's all full of Michelle-ness. Also, another great way is to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, you need to come and join in with the Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group just to see those pictures of Lorelai <laughs> and Captain America alone. But either way, it's just a great place for good, positive Disney energy fun. Right. And we want to celebrate you too. So share with us what's going on that's really great in your life. For sure. We, we, we'll, we'll share it on the show as we already have today. Yeah. So definitely, definitely. Also, we are on YouTube. We will have some videos coming fairly soon. You'll want to know when those come out. Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. And we also like to remind you that, you know, there are great ways to really help support this podcast. One of which is just tell a friend 
or do a five-star review. Those things really help us a lot. Yep, uh, so much. Telling a friend is the easiest and best way to do it. Five-star rating is great. A five-star review, even better. It just helps people find this show so we can grow this Hyperion Adventurer community, which is really what we want to do. So that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We hope... <laughs> what? So close. Yes. So close. Boy, boy, working at the post office is taking it out of me. <laughs> we look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that we have a magical week. Bye.